right, all right, all right. Welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now in tune to the Married to the Game podcast. I am King Flight, the national game advisor. That's King underscore Flight, F-L-Y-G-H-T on Instagram. Feel free to follow me on IG. I'll make you better in your relationships. But I think most of all, the most important thing of all, is my content will make you a all-around better person, <laughs> in my unhumble opinion. So yeah, so married to the game, and um, got some good games, some good information for the fellas today. So what I want to talk about today is a phrase that I used to hear a lot growing up. You don't hear it so much in 2023, but it was something to aspire to be when I was coming up in the game, right? This quality is probably the most important weapon that a man can have in his arsenal when dealing with women, especially if we're talking about the ability to be desired by a wide range of women. And that's to be a renaissance man. Now, for those who've never heard that phrase before, a renaissance man is basically jack of all trades, a man that's talented in many areas. He knows a little bit about a lot. He's a well-rounded individual. He's not just one way. Now, how do you become a renaissance man? Well, I'm going to tell you. To be a renaissance man, you pretty much have to take qualities, specific qualities, from different types of men and put them into one, right? But before you can even start to do that, you have to ask yourself, what type of man am I? What type of man are you? So before I get into it, I just want to give credit to where I got this game from. I can't say this is something of my own. I got this game from a book called The Mac Within, right, by Tariq Nasheed. Now, the book is dated because it was written in the early 2000s. So some of the terminology (laughs) may be foreign to what we got going on in 2023, but that doesn't make the game any less true you know for all my fellas listening to this i advise you go on amazon and pick up this book man i mean it has a lot of timeless game in it and it's an easy read and after you read this book it'll definitely put you light years ahead of the guys that's just out here winging it and trying to figure it out some good game in that book so in the book Tariq asked the question what type of mac are you or what type of man are you And he pretty much breaks it down into eight categories, right? Something that he calls the eight S's. And theoretically, all men should fall into one of these categories, right? So, what type of man are you? What I'm going to do, I'm going to go through the eight S's. Uh, I'm going to give you the pros and the cons of each archetype. And I'm also going to show you how they approach women and how they run their game. And then at the end, I'm going to tie it all together and show you how you can use all the qualities of these men to become a renaissance man, which in turn will make you more desirable to women. So the first one we have is the smooth brother. This brother is what you call a player. He's mastered what we call the gift of gab. He knows how to talk to women, you know, 
he takes pride in being able to juggle a lot of women without getting caught. He may have a woman at home and many side chicks and things like that. You know, he's a wordsmith. You know, he knows how to put his words together. He knows how to talk, right? <laughs> but he's a wordsmith. He's the type of guy that can normally talk his way out of any situation. He's the type of guy that gets caught cheating and he can finesse his way out of any situation. He's the finesse. Now, the positive aspects of being this type of guy is he's very charismatic, right? He's very suave. You know, it's very intriguing to women. He uses his personality and charm to, you know, bring down the woman's defenses quickly. You know, he knows how to dress. He knows not to be over the top with his attire. You know, you always hear women speak of men who are able to walk in the room and at a glance just suck the air out the room. You know, that's just, that's the smooth brother. You know, he's that type of guy. He knows how to turn women on with words, and that's definitely a quality you have to have when dealing with women. If you can't turn a woman on with words, you're going to lose because conversation leads to everything. And that's definitely a positive that the smooth brother possesses. Now, the negative side of being a smooth brother is, you know, these guys are often liars and they deceitful, you know. They know how to speak, so they get a little too creative sometimes and they really take pride in being able to manipulate women and mislead them, which is a no-no. When dealing with women, I always say the best game is honesty because you leave the choice of this woman dealing with you up to her. You're not robbing her of her choice. And nine times out of 10, if you're honest with your intentions or you're honest with your lifestyle or whatever, no matter what it is, the woman will respect it enough that she'll still deal with you. Honesty is always the way to go, man. You know how they say honesty is the best policy? Honesty is the best policy. Honesty is the best game you can run. And also, if you ever get caught up in something later on, the problem with the Smooth Brothers is they usually get caught in a lie or something like that and everything's turned to shit. As for if you're honest with her and you get caught up in something questionable, the woman already knew what she was getting into. So nine times out of ten, it's really not a problem. Now, how the Smooth Brother runs his game on women is He's mastered the art of reaction. He always has a witty comeback for whatever the woman could throw at him. Shit, test, or whatever. It doesn't matter. She can never get the one up on him because he always has a comeback. He always has something to say. It's effortless. And women kind of enjoy that verbal sparring with men. So that's how he approaches women. And that's usually what gets him through the door. Now, the next type of brother is the serious brother. Are you a serious brother? This is the guy, you know, he's well-educated, very financially stable. The guys that you'll find in the mid to upper 100K range, millions maybe. You know, these are what they call the high-value men in some circles, right? This guy lives a life of discipline. You know, he probably eats the same thing every morning. You know, he probably works out at the same time. Probably has his suits laid out for the week. Probably comes from a military background, so he does everything with a structure. He spent the majority of his life, if not his whole life, building toward his goal and walking in his purpose. Now, the positive aspects of these type of guys, they don't have time for games. They don't have time for half-assing or playing around. You know what I'm saying? They're very thorough when it comes to taking care of business. And nine times out of 10, they've earned the respect of the peers around them just because these are the type of men that are men of their word, you know. When he says he's going to do something, he's there. So people respect him. 
women usually find these guys desirable because they're intelligent, you know, they're dependable, and also they represent a sense of security, which women look for. That's why women like the serious brother. Now, the negative aspects of this guy is they can come across as assholes at times, right? Being that they're probably more educated than the woman and more financially stable, they tend to have a holier-than-thou attitude. You know, these guys tend to think they're better than everybody else just because of what they accomplished. You know, these are the type of guys that act like know-it-alls. You know, they have all the fucking answers. And even though women like the fact that he is educated and he is financially stable, you know, he doesn't know how to have fun. You know, this is the guy that a woman pretty much have to pull his teeth just to get him to loosen up his shirt and take it easy every now and then. Relax. You know, life ain't so serious. It ain't, it ain't, we don't always have to follow this fucking schedule all the time. He's that type of guy. You know, if, if a woman wants to be spontaneous, it's not going to happen with the serious brother at all. So now how the serious brother runs his game is he usually comes with his credentials in his hand. <laughs> He's probably going to meet you at the bar with his fucking master's degree in his pocket. He's going to try to impress the woman by reading off the list of all his accomplishments and, you know, things that he's proud of. Patting himself on the back, basically. All his academic achievements and degrees and awards and he travels the world, you know. <laughs> he's a world traveler and, and, and things like this, thinking that will impress the woman. And even though he thinks it makes him look good, it actually comes across like he's dissing her a little bit. He's kind of belittling her a little bit. You know, because it comes across as if she hasn't had the same experience, he's saying, I'm better than you. You know, your life isn't anything because you don't have this or you haven't done this. So it comes across a bit belittling to the woman. Remember, fellas, whenever you try to flex your knowledge or something like that, you got to do it subtly, man. You know, you never want to come out the gate speaking on a topic that you're just super knowledgeable about. Right. You want it to be subtle. I mean, if you know a lot about stocks or something like that. I mean, that's cool to throw a little bit of knowledge in there if the topic comes up, but you don't want to just hit across the head with everything you know and how smart you are. It could just make you look like a dumbass. The more smart you try to sound, the more dumb as fuck you sound. <laughs> so you definitely don't want to do that. Now, the next type is a type that I'm sure all of my followers are familiar with, the sensitive simp. The sensitive simp. Do I really got to tell you about these guys? I mean, the name goes without saying, right? But you'll be surprised that it is some positives to being a simp. <laughs> I know this is going to sound crazy, but we're going to get to that. So, sensitive simp, right? This is the guy, obviously, that loves to pamper women and cater to their every fucking need. And, you know, he's the type of guy that brings flowers on the first date, right? <laughs> right? He write, he, he writes poems for women and like one of those 80s movies. He's outside your window with the radio up over his head playing, I will do anything for love. <laughs> this is the sensitive simp, you know what I'm saying? He's a people pleaser. You know what I'm saying? He's eager to please, man. You know, if the woman disagrees with him on something, he'll change his answer to please her. That's the sensitive simp, right? Now, I told you it was some positive aspects about this guy, right? So a positive aspect about a simp <laughs> if there are any but a positive aspect of being a simp is sometimes a man does need to show a little sensitivity to a woman right on certain times like christmas or valentine's day when you're supposed to be a bit romantic to the woman 
but only a woman where the appreciation is shown and it's based off of things that she's done for you you know just don't go putting your heart on the stream for a bitch that won't do it for you man but in an aspect if you find a woman that's down for you like that then it's okay you know to be a bit sensitive around these times of the year just don't come simping right out the door not a negative aspect <laughs> i mean do i really gotta tell you these, these are the guys that's the mama's boys you know they're, they're usually perceived as weak you know these are the guys that's gonna be in the friend zone you know because they just won't man the fuck up when dealing with women these are the guys that let women run over them you know they don't stand up for themselves. you know and that's totally unattractive to women period i mean that goes without saying no woman wants a man that she can just completely run over and these are the guys that not only can you run over them they're gonna lay down and make sure you wipe the shit off your shoe on their back as you run over them so but this is how the simps usually run their game when they deal with women they come with an attitude of gratitude thank you so much for talking to me <laughs> i appreciate the fact i never i never Imagine a woman of your caliber would even speak to me. I feel so seen. They're more of a bitch than the bitch. An extreme amount of gratitude for the bitch. If they get her number, it's like, thank you. I'll be sure to call you tonight. What time are you going to be home? And it's just pussy shit, right? <laughs> it's just bitch made shit, bro. And that's usually how they approach the women. Over complimenting her. You're so beautiful. Praising her and immediately putting her on a pedestal. Like simps are the ultimate down bad, right? And shit, probably worse than a simp is our next guy, the Savaho brothers, right? <laughs> Captain Savaho. I don't know if y'all know what Captain Savaho is because that's kind of an older term from the early 2000s. But these are the type of guys that feel like they can save a bitch from herself. These are the guys that are gonna pay a woman bills when she come with a sad story or. These are the guys that's in the strip club trying to talk the bitch off the pole and tell her how she'll have a better life <laughs> with him. Or if a girl's real promiscuous, he's trying to convince her to settle down. He's trying to save the bitch, man. Don't save her, man. Listen, not, rule number one, fellas, it's not your job to save a woman from herself. If this woman wants to walk down the path of destruction, you let that bitch walk down that motherfucker barefoot. Let her go, man. Bro, it's not your job. If she need $1,500 because her light's finna get cut off, guess what, bitch? Then I'll come over there and sit with you in the dark. <laughs> but I'm not paying your light bill. That's what it is, bro. Do not be a save-a-hole brother. Now, just like the Sims, as bad as it may seem, there are positive aspects <laughs> to being a save-a-hole brother, right? For example, at times, there's nothing wrong with financially helping a woman out. But that's only if she's done it for you, Right? Now, I know some of my followers on IG gonna kill me for this, but it's the truth, man. You know, it's at times there's nothing wrong with financially helping a woman out, but only if she's done it for you. Not that she's willing to do, only if she's done it for you. If this chick has done it for you, then it's nothing wrong at times to help her out, at times to help her out if she needed. You know what I'm saying? But that's only if she's bought something to the table for you. But as a man, you never want to spend money on a woman in order to impress her or try to win her over. That's something you don't want to do. Any any man that takes a woman on expensive dates on the first date, right out the gate, but you're trying to impress this bitch. You never want to put yourself in that position because now you're putting yourself in the position of a trick. You're no longer a man, now you're a trick. And I know people have this little term 
that Lil Wayne used to say it ain't tricking if you got it. Nah, my boy, it's tricking, even if you got it. You know what I'm saying? If your game is good enough, you should be able to finesse whatever you want from this lady without spending a dollar, right? Everything starts from conversation. The word is the most powerful thing in this universe. It says that in the first few pages of the Bible. The word was with God and God was the word. The power of life and death is in the tongue. You could build a person up or destroy a person with your word. So if your words aren't strong enough to sway this woman to where you need her to be, bro, your money damn sure ain't going to do it. <laughs> your money damn sure ain't going to do it. You're walking yourself into the friend zone, brother. Or you're going to be pissed off later like this one guy I saw on social media. He sued this chick because he took her out on a $1,000 date on the first date. And she like ghosted him or something like that. What you suing her for? You a bitch. <laughs> what you suing her for? She got a thousand dollar meal. Thank you. You was a dummy for that. Brothers, don't spend money trying to impress women. And that's one of the aspects of a save a whole brother. Negative aspects. That's what they lead with. It's usually they come in with their wallet first. What can I do for you? You know what I'm saying? You, oh no, you don't have to pay me back. <laughs> I, I, I'll loan you this. You don't have to pay me back. They're too willing try to win this woman over by taking her hardships on as theirs and that's a no 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 in this game now the next brother the sassy brother <laughs> the sassy brother yeah it's just how it sounds right this is the guy that probably spends more time in the mirror than the woman right he's very conscious of how he looks you know this is the guy with the, the, the face routine in the morning you know, these days he might not be gay, but we'll consider him as sus. These these are guys that you might have to question sometimes. You know how the Hoochie Daddy shorts came out uh, a while ago? These are the guys that's wearing Hoochie Daddy shorts to get attention. You know how women go out with their boobs out? These are the guys that come from the gym and wear tight ass shirts to show off their muscles. You know, they 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 male fucking groupies. They male hoochies. You know what I'm saying? They they they, <laughs> they male hoochies. These are the guys with they shirt button halfway down, showing off their chest with their two gold chains. You know, these are those type of guys, right? Loafers with no socks. They're like fucking metrosexuals. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If y'all know what that is, I know a, a few of y'all might be younger, but they're the metrosexuals of the game, right? Now, the positive aspects of being his brother is he takes pride in the way he look, right? And we all should as men. You got to take pride in your appearance, fellas. You know what I'm saying? Don't be walking around with no holes in your pants or nothing like that. Take pride in how you look. You know, it's all about how you present yourself, especially first impressions. You don't want to throw on anything. You know, you want to be cognizant of how you look. And they know how to put their gear together. They are very fashionable, right? They know how to put colors together and, and things like that. So that's definitely a positive aspect. Now, a negative aspect is these are the guys that do the most. You know, when you... A real man, you want to be careful how you put these outfits together, man. You get you get end up looking like Elton John, man. <laughs> you know, you don't want to put a bunch of sequences and all kind of shit. These guys are usually over the top trying to look high fashion. These are the guys that will go to a fucking Versace runway show or something and take the shit right off the, the weird shit right off the runway just because it's high fashion. These are the guys that do absolute the most. Now, the Sassy Brothers game is... They know that being a man that's well put together attracts women, and it does. But the downfall of that, they feel like wearing the hoochie daddy shorts and showing a lot of skin will have the same effect that it has 
with women. Women show a lot of skin because they know men are attracted to that. We're going to look at their boobs. We're going to look at their legs. They got their ass out or whatever. These guys feel like if they do the same type of thing, they'll get the same type of reaction. And it ultimately ends up turning women off. But that's their game. They approach women with their gear. You know what I'm saying? How well they can dress. The next guy we have is the scavenger, right? Now, all my fellas out there, we definitely have a scavenger in our group of men, right? <laughs> the scavenger, he's the one that'll accept all the leftovers, right? <laughs> That's the brother you take with you when you want somebody to run a pass interference. Like, you're going to meet a girl and you know she's bringing her ugly friend. You take the scavenger with you because he'll hit anything. Fat, ugly, one leg, he don't care. It's, it's whatever with him. <laughs> he don't care if she got a pussy, he fucking it. He, he's, a, he's a scavenger. No standards whatsoever. Now, the positive thing about the scavenger is he'll approach anything. He don't care. <laughs> he has no problem approaching women. He has no problem opening up on a woman. You know, he's fearless when it comes to stepping on a woman because he don't care. He don't got no standards anyway. And you need that when dealing with women. You can't be afraid to approach women. And the scavenger definitely got that down. You know, the negative aspects of a scavenger is he often makes the group look bad, number one, you know. And also, a lot of times, he'll be seen with anything. And, men, what you have to understand is, the type of woman that you're seen with says a lot about how you view yourself. Remember that. The type of woman you're seen with says a lot about how you view yourself. See, if you're in the mall with a chick with a stomach that's bigger than her ass and one leg, <laughs> how are you going to convince a woman you're a high-value man when you'll literally be seen with anything? Now, how a scavenger runs his game is, he does, he does the, the, the hit and miss. He, he played roulette, right? <laughs> if any of you ever played roulette, you pretty much spin the wheel. The ball might end on black. The ball might end on red or whatever. That's what he do. He plays the law of averages. He spits game to hundreds of women and get rejected over and over and over and over and over until he finds one that sleeps with him. It don't matter if she a base head or homeless or dirty, clean. It don't matter. He just throw a bunch of shit at the wall and see what sticks. That's the scavenger. Now, the next guy you got is... The super thug. The super thug. The super thug, this is the guy that's always in and out of jail. He might be a felon. You know, he's what we call a hobosexual. He pretty much depends on women to survive, you know. This is the type of guy that'll drop a woman off in her car. He stay home all day playing Madden or something like that. He pretty much dropping dick off for a roof over his head. That's this guy. Now, I'm not talking about the wannabe thugs, the... The guys that want to be gangsters. I'm talking about the guy that's generations in the streets. You know what I'm saying? It's probably on parole right now. Probably got an ankle monitor on right now. I'm talking about those guys. Now, the positive aspects about these guys are they macho. They self-assured, right? Women like that. They, they're, they're manly men, you know, so to speak, you know. This attraction thing between man and woman is, is a lot of times primal. I wouldn't say they alphas, but they're definitely big dogs in the yard and, and women can see that on them you know what I'm saying they, they, they're probably in shape from all the prison time and things like that as for what a man is supposed to look like or a man is supposed to appear to be on the external the super thug would definitely be it now the negative aspect about the super thug is these guys really don't have a long term plan in and out of hustles you know, they always got a lick or two they can hit. They really never have no money. They usually take risks where the penalties outweigh the rewards. And with women, they're also running the risk of these guys leaving as soon as something better comes along. 
they definitely not in it for anything long term. Now, how a super thug runs his game, he normally approaches the ghetto girls, right? <laughs> the chicks in the ghetto where, you know, you can smoke weed with them, get drunk with them. You know, they're really not strong-minded and they susceptible to anything. These are the type of women that these type of guys prey on. Due to their bravado, these are the type of men that women who don't know no better often mistake as real men, right? And that's why you have so many young guys wanting to be thugs and gangsters and things like that these days because they come from the hood and the women they deal with, this is what they look up to. So this is what a lot of the guys aspire to be. Then you have the scrub. Like TLC, no scrubs. I think it's self-explanatory what this guy is, you know. He never, he don't have anything going for him. He has no aspirations, no goals. He just plays video games all day. You know, he, he, he might not have a car. You know, he always got to beg you for money. Got to beg the woman for money. That's the scrub, right? Now, a positive aspect about the scrubs is they natural followers. So if you got somebody in your crew that's a scrub, which I hope you don't, these are the guys that you can send on insignificant tasks. They, they're, they're, they're followers. Whatever you want them to do, they'll do it. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's the positive of having a scrub around you. And they have no problem stepping to women. You know, they have no problem stepping to women because they feel like, hey, if she reject me, it ain't worse than what my life is already. So I really got nothing to lose. They also are hobosexuals. They have nothing going on. So they figure maybe one of these women will have an apartment or something and I can stay on her. These are the type of guys that live with a woman and her mama. You know, now the negative aspect of a scrub is these guys have broke nigga energy, right? They, they come around you with broke energy and a lot of times they hate us because let's say you and this guy grew up together and y'all started on the same level, but now you've elevated and they didn't elevate their game, they're gonna hate on you. And that's the negative aspect of being a scrub. These are not the guys that's gonna congratulate you. These are the guys that's gonna, God, why them and not me? You know, a scrub is what killed Nipsey Hussle, right? These are the guys that just hate you. They don't wanna see you shine. You, you're never gonna get your flowers from them. Now, how a scrub runs his game, it's just a slot machine. It's just luck. Look, they holler any and everything and maybe somebody will hit and maybe it won't. That's it. That's They have no game. <laughs> That's how they approach women. It's just a matter of luck. So those were the eight S's. So how can you use all these things to make you a renaissance man? Okay, well, first, you have to be charismatic like the smooth brother. You have to know how to talk to women. You have to learn how to turn women on with your words. You know, you have to know how to react to shit tests and things like that. You have to be able to handle your financial business like the serious brother. You got to be somewhat compassionate at times like the sensitive sim. You have to be able to provide for the right female, but only one that will provide for you in return, like the save a whole brother, right? You have to be somewhat fashion conscious, like the sassy brother. You got to be able to work as a team with other players, like the scavenger. You have to be fearless and be able to step to many different type of females, like the scrub. And at the end of the day, you got to be able to fuck the shit out of her, like the super thug. <laughs> Cause that's, re that's really the submission hole. You gotta fuck the shit out of it like the super thug. If you can embody all these characteristics, that'll make you a renaissance man. You know, on top of that, you know, Google's free. Get on Google. Google different subjects. Learn a little bit about a lot. That will elevate your conversation and give you more things to talk about with her. 
it'll also make it seem like you're more knowledgeable than what you are. But the whole thing about a woman is you want to keep her stimulated. So study a little bit. Read some things. So there you have it. This has been Married to the Game podcast. I am the National Game Advisor, King Flight, King underscore Flight, F-L-Y-G-H-T, on Instagram. Do yourself a favor. Follow me. Get some game in your life. You can find me on TikTok, Flight School, F-L-Y-G-H-T-S-K-O-O-L. You can find me on YouTube, Game Runners. Until next time, stop simping. Married to the game.